0: This is Mark aka Thorne678. I wanted to talk about the hobby when dealing with physical limitations. Now, I wanted to talk about this subject because I am a person that is afflicted with several health issues. Uh, most of the, I mean, lots of physical issues. Um, I was for a long time in this fibromyalgia non diagnosis bubble and then i was diagnosed with ankylosing spondylitis which is a disease that um, runs in my family and contributed to the death of my brother um, because he was on um, the tnf inhibitor remicade when he got a fungal infection and died um but so through a process of elimination i really don't think that i actually have that which puts me back in the nebulous fibromyalgia bucket but above and beyond that more empirically I've recently been diagnosed with Thoracic Outlet Syndrome, which um, basically makes it feel like you have carpal tunnel and tennis elbow, lots of pain in your neck, your elbow, your hands go numb, they go dead. I actually had to teach myself how to play tennis left-handed and right-left-handed. Through some stretching, I've gained some mobility back. Uh, It's a pretty heartbreaking process because I've gone from being a, um, a lead guitarist that can shred to just not being able to play guitar at all, like straight up healthcare providers saying, you need to stop playing guitar. Uh, I also play other instruments that, uh, like violin and things, which I, pff, there's no way. Um, I was a music composition major in college before I had a moment of clarity and got my business degree when the economy started going to crap in southern california in 2008 or it started heading that way as early as like 2006 so what is thoracic outlet syndrome so you have a nerve bundle that also has the arteries and vein an artery and a vein that go to the ulnar nerve and the carpal tunnel uh, that go it, this bundle goes through the in between the clavicle and your first rib And my bundle is being pinched. Which just, as you can tell, would cause a myriad of problems. Um, I tried to stretch my way out of it and do some physical therapy. Uh, Physical therapy made it worse. The stretching keeps it at bay. But basically what has happened is it has robbed me of everything that I do for fun. Uh, I've gone from being a high-level painter to, like... Wondering if I need to do contrast paints. Why? <laughs> um, I used to do a lot of 2 brush blending and things like that, and I just there's just no way that I can do it. If I like look like looking down at something to paint and kind of hunching forward will make my hand go numb for the rest of the day. <sighs> so I wanted to talk about that and maybe raise awareness that maybe people don't realize that such a hobby can cause a lot of damage to your body because certainly leaning over a hobby table has made it worse. Combination of tennis, music, and horrible posture my whole life has com- contributed to this. Uh, it's affected every aspect of my life. I'm holding my baby, my arm goes numb. Writing, um, my hand goes numb. Can't do the hobbies that I enjoy the most. Uh, it's has affected my physical well-being my mental well-being to some extent Uh, because it's kind of depressing knowing that if you do that which keeps you sane you're not going to be able to move so i wanted to and I'm, i'm curious if anybody else out there deals with these issues and i'm just curious what you have to say about it what techniques have you adapted um I'm still holding a model with my hand as opposed to using a handle, and I, I don't put, I don't prop my elbows up on a desk because that pressure on the ulnar nerve um, makes my hands go numb quite fiercely. So I just I hold it, kind of cradling my arms against my body, like T-Rex arming, and then with my wrist sticking out, I hold the, the the model in my left hand and I paint with my right hand and I just look and I look down at it which I'm also far-sighted, so that makes it pretty tough. Most people are nearsighted that have a refractive error. So it's kind of a a double whammy. But then, so that maybe is a little bit better on my arms and shoulders, but then it's rough on my neck. And then that too, that will tighten the muscle group in there, which will put more pressure on your brachial plexus and pinch the nerve more. Um, Recently I had it it seemed like it was pinching the artery because my arm went white and I couldn't like move it, and you can get blood clots and all kinds of scary things, so I'm considering maybe having surgery on it here in the near future, maybe sometime this year. So I've had to go from being this more high level painter that would take lots of time on a model and start with a mid tone and then add in my shading not with washes but actually like two brush blending in my shading and I kind of did this like hybrid technique for um, highlights. I would do more edge highlighting, uh, mostly because I couldn't figure out how to get my highlights in without them being chunky. So two brush blend in, these really creamy smooth um, shading, and then kind of edge highlight my highlights. Um, I would, Like for my, my titanium model, I think maybe the last model that I put Really, my whole effort, and I think I spent like 16 hours on that model. You wouldn't know it by looking at it, it's not like super impressive. That's like how I think that's about how much time Angel Geraldes sends spends on his um, like box art models. Like, he did Infinity, uh, he has a YouTube channel, he's amazing, he's like my painting hero. And I forgive the fact that he works for Vallejo. I just, I've I really think poorly of that brand these days. Um, their quality control has really gone downhill. It went up for a while when they realized people were using it on wargaming figures, <clears throat> the bottle color line that is, and changed some formulations to make it better and stick better, and then, I don't know, the consistency has just gone downhill Like after like, I don't know, eight years of that. I had also tried um, teaching myself how to paint left-handed Um, that didn't really go so well. Um, in the past, I actually bowl left-handed instead of right-handed. I'm right eye dominant because when I was a kid, I broke my wrist. Uh, it was a really nasty break. And so it just hurt really bad to, um, throw a bowling ball. So, um, did that. Um, teaching myself how to play tennis left-handed took about a month of very dedicated, like, four or five times a week of practicing for a couple hours, but that got to the point where it's basically second nature. Uh, when I hit a tennis ball, my it just sends a shock of numb, numbness down up my arm, and um, I'll wake up the next day with it just totally dead. So I wonder if I have surgery, if I'll be able to play tennis again. I'm interested to see. Um, other ideas for hobbying, I... I'm really interested to hear what any listeners have to say for tips. Uh, I was also thinking of maybe it would be a good idea to get like a high rise desk where like your arms are like straight out in front of you. Like you're like if you're resting your elbows instead of like leaning over the table, leaning on your elbows, your elbows are like straight out. So that everything is kind of you're almost like looking up at your model that would be an interesting idea cleaning models is also very challenging uh weird notoriously puts the uh gating from a model piece to the tree in just a very unfortunate area like armpits Uh, You know, where a head would go, and so you have to spend a lot of time carving it out with a knife and then clipping at it. It's not so bad when my clippers and my knives are just, like, brand new. Like, so where, like, when you go to cut through something, you get hardly any resistance at all. That's a major challenge, because I'm usually doing long modeling sessions, because I want to get a bunch built at a time, because it's my least favorite aspect of the hobby i really hate cleaning models it is the bane of my existence uh, painting unfortunately has gone from an enjoyable pastime to a chore because of the long-term pain that i deal with afterwards like it it just it just hurts my arm and makes it numb so, spending all that time boring out the nubs that are left behind by model kits, especially weird model kits, creates a lot of numbness and tingling. And I had tried I, I tried changing hands on that in the past as well. Um, that didn't work very well either. That takes a lot of, like, digital dexterity, wrist dexterity, which is interesting. Like, I play guitar right-handed. I actually started playing guitar left-handed when I first picked one up, but um, right-handed guitars were way cheaper, like several hundred dollars cheaper than left-handed guitars, so I just forced myself to change. Um, I think my fingers are confused, but so that's e- easy. You know, when you're, when you're playing guitar and you're more of a shredder like I am or used to be, It's a lot of finger dexterity, but I don't understand why it's like learning to use a knife is such a difficult task. And I've also um, had some problems with hand-eye coordination. I cut the tip of my thumb off once when I was trying to make some D&D tiles following a YouTube video. That was awesome. It was just the dead of winter. It was like the worst blizzard of the year, and I had to go to the hospital because I just sliced the tip of my thumb just right off it was it was really gross it was not a good time so i posed this question on a weird place how do people deal with deformities handicaps other limitations that they have to deal with if they happen to be into this hobby a lot of people responded with eye question or eye problems which um i actually work in the Eye industry so that was interesting for me to be able to kind of address some people's concerns actually and that was pretty cool um, a lot of people have problems with pain pain's a tough one um, you know what if my hands just hurt I'm able to tough through it I have an extremely high tolerance for pain because I've dealt with trigeminal neuralgia which is the most painful condition known to modern medicine um, so a lot of other things, uh, I just uh, it don't seem to affect me as as much. I can't take pain medicine either because of stomach issues. So it's like I, you know, it's developed this like hardest steel, hardest uh, steel um, pain tolerance. Um, there's not really much that you can do. For that, maybe you know, and still continue the hobby. Like, if you need to take frequent breaks, you can take frequent breaks. Um, one person has some had suggested something that they like grasp onto when they're in pain to kind of bear down and get through it, and then they resume painting. Uh, there were some examples of painting that people that are missing a part of their arm did. Um, one person suggested using like a uh, third hand. Or uh, you know something that can hold the model while you paint. That was um, really good advice. Uh, the, uh, what I'm interested in actually in regards to that is how to clip a model onto one of those things and still paint it without like damaging the model. I guess you know, if you get these alligator clips, they're really tight and jagged. Maybe put like a cloth or around the, or a piece of rubber around the, the teeth so that it doesn't damage the plastic or something. Or like, like some people do drill out a uh, hole and uh, put a paper clip in to glue that into like a cork and then you can put the uh, clamp on the, on the cork or something. One guy who I, I uh, thought was interesting, he has like this special custom table that he had made that like goes up in the middle so that things everything is elevated. I think that would be something that would help me specifically. I got a lot of positive response to that post, like people following it just because they're so happy to see that this issue was talked about, um, because accessibility is it's a major problem um, that I think a lot of people just write off, like, oh well it's you know, a very small amount of people so who cares? Well, I'm one of those people so I care. I managed to make my way through it, but I'm slowly losing my ability to do these things, and it's kind of put me in this panic mode to try to figure out what I can do to kind of future-proof my sanity through my hobby. But The video game industry is making strides with accessibility. I know Microsoft came up with a bunch of, like, remapping tools, and they're just giving it away for free. Here, everybody use this technology that we came up with, because accessibility is important. Uh, I'm, you know, it's, it's not like, and I don't, this isn't like a squeaky wheel gets the grease type of thing. These are, this is a, a nonpartisan issue. There's no, nothing political. There's nothing, anything about it. It's just people with these struggles are people that have hobbies and would be nice to be included in things. Um, and this isn't an area where it should just be like, well, you just can't do that, so too bad. There, there are ways to, I think, band together and come up with, with ideas for how we can continue to enjoy our hobby. Uh, it's really depressing having, you know, just like not being able to do things that you want to do because of limitations or pain, especially if it's something that you've always been able to do and you're losing that ability. I really appreciate all the posts that people had. There was a lot... I was really... almost like cynically surprised at how positive their response was just because the internet is the internet and the Facebook part of the internet is like a whole other subhuman level of scum and filth... scum and villainy. (laughs) So I'll wrap up my first episode of this type of segment that I call the, hob, the hobbling hobbyist. Um, I have a lot of foot pain. I've had surgery for plantar fasciitis. And I just, I kind of hobble, I walk funny. You know, People make comments about you know, how I walk funny and it's, you know, it's, it is what it is. Um, I'm gonna keep, try to keep um, exploring new ways of doing things i have a um, one of those i think it's meant for people to make jewelry but it's one of those like little third hand daily bobs that has like a little wire cone that you i think it's meant to put your um soldering iron in and it has a big magnifying glass and it has like these little alligator clip hand grabby hand things that can hold on to things and it's really unwieldy to use but i think i could figure it out and the next part is figuring out how to how to elevate everything so I'm not so hunched over. So thanks everybody for listening. I'm going to post a link to this one on a weird place. And and uh, I'm, I'm kind of nervous to do to do as such because, I mean, you know, the quality of my podcast isn't, it's not the greatest. It's just some guy rambling on in his car most of the time. And then my um, hetero life mate, Dane, you know, posts much better, more thought out com- uh, content. And, uh, you know, it's always scary to hear what kind of backlash you're going to get from the internet. But I figured for for the cause, I'm going to put myself out there and see what kind of reaction I get. And um, to everybody that loves this hobby, you know, keep on keeping on. And if you're dealing with with things that would get you down in the hobby, continue to not let it.